everybody, welcome to Right Behind Us, the Music Conversation podcast, hosted by me, Brandon Daniel, of the Seattle band Beatty and the Sheiks. Today, I had the pleasure of speaking with Julia Kugel from the band The Coat Hangers, an Atlanta group that came up uh, around the time of the uh, Black Lips and other great music acts that are, you know, still successful but in a way independently successful and um, they were actually here in town doing a uh, Suicide Squeeze uh, anniversary show. Suicide Squeeze is their record label. I think it's the first record label that signed them too and um, anyway it was a great show they're doing here in Seattle at Numos and I went backstage and spoke with Julia and even though you know, the coat hangers are, are known to be, you know, irreverent and um, a little bit brash uh, with certain song titles and, and themes. Um, Julie's actually a very intelligent sweetheart and uh, it was it was a lot of fun um, speaking with her and getting to know her a little bit better. So we're going to give you the opportunity to do the same now with our conversation. And... Um, this first song I'm going to play you on our way into that is called Watch Your Back uh, off of their new album, Nosebleed Weekend. All right, here we go. It could be worse. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I looked at it, and I don't even like doing sound check. So. It's so necessary, though. Like for years, I said fuck sound check, and now it's like, please, we need to sound check because yeah. you never know what's happening. The cool thing here is that they actually have really great sound when you dial in. Great yeah. Front of house. The staff's really great. Yeah, it's like a venue. We played um, here before. That's kind of the idea. The show is just like I'm a also an artist, so. The whole idea was like just to have the kind of conversations that we might have accidentally if we were like playing a short a show together uh-huh. on tour together. You know, the, all those About random stupid stuff? conversations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although, okay. some, I, although I'm a digger too, like I like to get into like, okay, how did this all get started? Like, yeah, yeah. Where were you okay. guys coming from? All that kind of stuff. Too, I, you know? Hopefully I'll remember everything. <laughs> so did you grow up in Atlanta? Uh, well, I was born in Belarus, and then I came to the States when I was seven. So, yeah, most of, you know, my childhood was there, and then... So you're a product of an immigrant family? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And what was that, what was going on there? Were your well, it was right before the fall, uh-huh. you know, of the Soviet Union, and yeah. they were letting uh, the Jews, you know, anyone of Jewish descent was considered a refugee, and, and um, they were letting out of the country, and America was accepting. So we left in 89... And it was like a whole, you know, pro- I don't yeah. know. I was a kid, so my parents did all the work. But, yeah, you're um, seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we got to the States in 1990. And then I learned English and went on my merry way. I'm and the American dream. Yeah, you really no look joke. at it like I am. No joke. I even went to college. 
for free. Really? On scholarship. Where'd you yeah. go? Georgia State. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you got your degree. In yeah. What? Psychology. Really? Yeah. Very hopeful in this business. I went through three years of psychoanalysis. Yeah. I think that's why I'm doing this. <laughs> Dude, everyone needs it. I've definitely cured myself of a lot of hang-ups. Or well, at least it's like it helps so much just to understand things so you can know what your mind is doing and like how Yeah, to think and about why. It. And it's not reality sometimes. Oh. You know, I perception is is the first thing to kind of like grapple. It's like how you perceive other people. Well, the only bummer is now I like if you say something stupid to those who love you, like when I talk to my wife, I have to be like yeah, I, I know why I said that. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know why you said it, that, but you still said it. Yeah. Doesn't well, at the same <laughs> time, it's like everyone's allowed a hiccup. Everyone's allowed mm-hmm. to fuck up. And yeah. that's what that's we important. have to allow other people and ourselves to do is just fuck up. So what were you thinking when you were a kid? I mean, were you... I know kind of the backstory about you guys that anybody could read that, you yeah. know, that, that the... Uh, forming of the band was uh, somewhat coincidental uh, yeah, sure. but what was music to you when you were a kid coming up in this new country I mean everything I learned English watching through TV through yeah right. um, a lot of soft rock I know like every Mariah Carey George Michael was a huge influence on me I mean my mom also was a piano player and so I was in choir and I played piano, and she, for, to her, like, classical music was everything. She used to, like, put it on and be like, who's the composer? And yeah. be like, it will always be Vivaldi. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Vivaldi. Yeah, well, you know, so it's, like, everything. Mm-hmm. I, would, I come from, we used to sing around, the, you know, the piano and do all that stuff. And, um, and then when I discovered, like, rock and roll and the freedom to be loud, that was a yeah. pretty powerful, like in a safe environment to be loud and obnoxious and what age was that that was really in high school like even going into college because i was always quiet i always played music i played mm-hmm. like classical guitar and stuff but it was mm-hmm. always really quiet introspective you know like songs well, how did the classical guitar thing happen oh uh, well my yeah my six when i was 16 15 actually 15 um my mom was like would you play guitar and I was like, yeah. So she found this guy, this Russian dude that like lived out of his car. Was like just like a crazy genius, you know. Yeah. He worked at the church. My mom's friends like play like cello and in the in the orchestra. So he was like a friend of theirs, and mm-hmm. he needed some extra money. And he was like, he was just the weirdest little man, you know. But uh-huh. af- after a while, he stopped taking my money. He was like, I can't, you know. Now we're just having a moments together so yeah. i would bring him food and stuff just like really oh. fucking awesome yeah so i did that and then in college is when i started being loud and like banging on drums and kind of like releasing some of that stuff that i always kept in what were you what were you in into at that time like musically yeah i know it can be embarrassing yeah no no i actually i think maybe high school is more embarrassing than college because that's when i i started uh being around people that were really into music i remember like modest mouse like blew Mm -hmm. my mind it was like the coolest the pixies blew my mind blew me away those are probably the two most influential besides um the makeup nation of ulysses and a lot of those dc bands you know 
It's like. Uh, it's got a big piece yeah, of my heart yeah, right there. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I, I met, we met Ian, Ian, yeah, like many times, but the first time. Did you do a show? Do you see he has his, like, show? No, he has a show. <laughs> yeah. Like a TV show? Yeah, for, like, Vice or some network, and he, Fuck yeah. I know, and he does this, but it's just on camera. Oh, I, he is just. A, well, he's brilliant without yeah. words, which I think is amazing. On his show, he's brilliant without words, which. Which is really surprising because he'll just ask very silly but poignant questions, and then and then you know the artist kind of goes off on it, but in his music, I mean his lyrical content could not be stronger. Yeah, he is and more reverent. Yeah, he's so smart, so good, and such a dynamic person. Just on stage or in just it's kind (laughs) of like ah, just awesome, just really 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 cool. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, Fugazi too, and like a, a lot of just the louder things that were more interesting. Because I'd Everything always that was heard alt, basically at the time. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard like punk rock. Okay, the Ramones. I like the Ramones. They sure. weren't like an angry band to me, you know, no, or like fun. Sex Pistols is okay. Like I've always, I'd always heard it, but when I started listening to like Wire, like Pink Flag and stuff, mm-hmm. and people that were taking it but being really interesting with mm-hmm. it, like being artistic and taking like anti solos and like. I read uh, Rip It Up and Start Over, that book about post-punk, and I was just like, yes, that is, you know, that yeah. is it. Yeah. And plus, being a novice at the electric guitar, because I'd never used a pick before, I was <laughs> like, well, I can't be good, but I can be interesting. So you're just, like, focused on down strums and... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, it took me years before <laughs> I figured out how to even hold the pick most efficiently, you know? Which I think is really interesting because of the kind of, like... Uh, if, if you know I'm someone discovering your music and becoming a new fan and I, that's how I always look at things when I'm, I'm like getting into these conversations like when I go through you know your history online and like try oh well, like mm-hmm, delve yeah. into this like somebody like a 14 year old kid yeah, would, yeah. like oh I really like these guys it there, there's this you know uh, the kind of dialogue online is like oh they're you know they're doing this like willy nilly but then I listen to your latest record and I'm like yeah. she's not willy nilly anymore like she no. knows what she's doing it's pretty killer but even even then it was like it wasn't willy nilly it was more like maybe timid like the first record mm-hmm. is definitely timid and sort of like trying to figure it out and then trying to be creative in the sounds like my I, I used to have a lot of opinions <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and be like oh mm-hmm. you should be, be so I never wanted to make two of the same song i never wanted yeah. to have the two of the same intro or the same like thing and thing and that's why i was kind of expanding and then at some point i realized well now i want to focus on songwriting personally and creating yeah. the melody and creating the thing so it's like it's been beautiful to be able to have this artistic journey in like a safe environment where people are like yeah you want to do that you want to just, just just not play and make yeah. noise with a slide that rules that's great yeah. Right. And I think that's what I get from it when I listen to it. It's not like it's not like being in Nashville and everyone's like, uh, I could play better. It's like, cool, I know. I know you could fucking yeah. probably do a sick guitar solo for seven minutes. But right, right. to me, that's not ever what's been interesting. Like, uh, I saw Daniel Johnston play, and he still had, like, messed up. I mean, he had his fucking thing, you know, numbers and letters at the, at the top. And it didn't matter because he was compelled to make music, and he was saying what he wanted to and for me that's more important than a seven minute perfect solo it's boring yeah but 
I also appreciate that because I can't really do that. Did you ever become proficient at the classical guitar? I mean, is that something that you really got into before you? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's a whole, that's definitely way more of a talent than. It's different. Well, it's you, you are able to feel the strings, so Mm -hmm. you're able to control it better. So, you know, I don't know that I'm proficient at anything. I'm a little good (laughs) at a lot of stuff. Right, right. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely something. I love picking up. Like well, there's the something too, and you kind of touched on it there. Is like, there's something to self-expression that, and and I think in in America maybe, uh, and and maybe at this point now globally, you know, punk rock, musically has has brought out this ethos a little bit. But there is something to self-expression that, um, maybe, self-expression doesn't need to be the most practiced, and it doesn't yeah. need to be the most proficient. Yeah. It, it it's all about what you like. Yeah. I mean, I some some things are really good. I just don't like them. Oh, totally. There's a Me lot too. of you know a lot of things I see or hear, and I'm like, yeah, that's great. I just don't like it. And then yeah. there's some things that people are like, what the hell? I'm like, I love this shit. I love it because I'm experiencing. So for me, it's like different live show and record. Like a live show, I need to be experience something together. We're doing this together. Yeah. Even if you're fucking up the whole time, I'd rather see that than a perfectly rehearsed, I always kick on this first, and I always, you know, <laughs> yeah. and I always fling my hair here, and it's like, because that, it doesn't seem as, you know, gen- genuine, even though it is, because it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's nothing, it's just, I just don't prefer it. Well, how do you feel like when, and the, um, how do you feel like when you're on tour for as long as you have been mm-hmm. now, and you know things start to develop like that like you start to get a little more confident in playing the song night after night yeah. after night after night so little weird you know road moves come out like things yeah, that you're yeah. Like, no i don't mind doing. that there's it's, it's like yeah because there's certain parts i can like flop around because i don't right. i'm not doing a you know solo or something and i if i feel like it then i'm gonna flop around i just don't and there's, you know, sometimes I'm, like, there's certain parts of the song I know if I do something, it'll make Meredith laugh, so, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just don't, I try not to sing the same thing the same way every day, night, you know. Yeah. I try to add a little bit. It keeps me more interested in, in the thing. The, the worst part is watching someone be bored on stage. I just yeah. watched some bands that I used to love, and I'm not going to name, but I just watched them play on in, on, in festivals and they just looked so bored yeah and what do you think that board what what do you think that boredom look is coming from do you think it's coming from i'm here to make money i'm here to make that's it. money that's it who yeah this is my job i'm here to make which is yeah. fine this is great actually congratulations so you can make money and that way yeah. and i've been there right. <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. like yeah coming off Definitely. like a 12-hour flight going to the show you know you're like <laughs> i'm here because this is my job but where did you where did you are you an only child no i have a sister is she your older sister yeah she's our tour manager is my sister oh my god alina oh that's great i had a great conversation with her before (laughs) we totally ended up having one of those as we uh, coined it like those road conversations yeah you never expect you're gonna get into (laughs) with someone you've never met before you're in that stage and on tour where you're either going like 
you're either not going to talk at all or you're going to end up in some wacky, yeah. you know, life conversation. Yeah. Um, so I'm the youngest too. I'm the youngest of three. And I just feel like there is something in me where I'm kind of compelled to be entertaining, you know? Yeah. And when I hit the stage, it's like, it really is like when the whole family sat down to watch you play or perform yeah. whatever you're going to do. So that's where I've never experienced the I'm here for money thing because yeah. there have been times I just did that last weekend yeah. where I'm there because they invited us and they're going to pay us. Yeah. But it's, I still have, I'm still in that moment so yeah. compelled to just be like, Usually, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes exha- exhaustion will take over. And like, yeah. you know, uh, usually it is like a thank you. This is a very lucky thing that I'm doing, you know? Right. Um, but the the routine becomes so normalized that you forget that you're very lucky sometimes. And after being on tour maybe for six to eight weeks, you're like, okay, you know, you're in a different reality and you, f- yeah. you forget about that. I I always try to get myself into it. Even if it's a terrible show, then I'll really try to do something funny, you know, yeah, to try right. to break it up so it's like, haha, we're having fun. The worst is if, like, we get on, in a fight on stage yeah. and it's a terrible show, you know, and yeah. then you're just like, what the fuck am I doing this for? But then sometimes you can get really into it, too, you know. I try to always always be into it, but there's there's definitely times where it's hard but just seeing people on stage not being in the moment you know they're singing these songs that I used to sing and like really feel it and they're singing like this and you're like I want you to feel it there's a vibe too like I've seen some performers that again not naming names that that you you know of that where it's like oh man I love that seven years ago and I've loved it for the last seven years and then I saw you today and it's like Nothing's really obviously missing, but I get that the yeah. excitement and the passion for you is gone. Gone. That's exactly what happened. Two bands that I really loved back in the time in college. And I was like, now you have a bongo player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> Good for you, though. Good for you. I don't think that song had bongos. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like psychoanalyze the bongo player thing. That had to be organic. <laughs> <laughs> Me, you know, I, I don't mind. It's not, I, nothing against bongos. But if it's, oh. you know, certain. Like, I know what you're talking about now. Damn it. That's hilarious. Yeah, okay, yeah, I totally am with you then. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> you know which band I'm talking about? I okay. think I do. No. No, I'm you not. don't. <laughs> it's okay. Well, it was, yeah. not going to be good. that obvious. Yeah. Then, yeah. But, um,. Interesting. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm sensing the edit here. Um, so, let's go back to college. Yeah. So, was it a college show that was the beginning of the Coat Hangers? No, because actually we started after I graduated. Like, I had to graduate for... Mm-hmm. What were we doing? Just, oh, like working, going to school and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know, but like waitressing oh i was i was selling shoes i was al bundy yeah yeah so nordstrom or something (laughs) no it was called abadabas it's like i was the manager of one of the shoe stores it's Uh like civil converse and bands and stuff like that so that's how i met meredith she moved to 
Atlanta and I used to work with her brother and then so she started working with me and I, I knew Stephanie from high school so we kind of just started like drinking and playing was it in like a um like kind of a cool neighborhood were you like living in kind of an artsy young no I was I mean I was living by the all women's college <laughs> but I, I didn't go to it but um it was we had really cool neighbors mm-hmm. and and Atlanta was it was like really uh inspirational at that time that's when the the black lips were first starting to break right. and deer hunter and there was Rob's house and Dice Slaughter house which were like actual houses that they had so there was like a whole shows theme at. to yeah, be part of and but it's like I never I don't know it just never really felt like when we first got approached to play a show we were like no thank you <laughs> <laughs> no we don't think so we don't yeah. think we're ready and they're like no you're gonna do this and we're like no maybe it'll get rained out <laughs> like we were just terrified we just really didn't set out to be a, a band <laughs> performer right. and so then we did it and we were like for years we were just really really scary i would get incredible stage fright really bad and then so like we played the show and then this mark came up and he's like do you want to put out a seven inch at yeah. slaughterhouse and i was like oh my god no we have to record yeah. songs holy yeah, right. shit and you know and, and this is after a couple of years of playing out live and stuff? no it was a couple of months okay yeah okay. into playing and so so it kind of can't happen quick yeah yeah and so yeah. Th- and then we put out that seven inch and then we went on tour no we put out a record full length and we recorded in like 12 or 16 hours or something we went mm-hmm. on the graveyard shift mm-hmm. one of our friends worked at a studio and we just recorded all night oh, right. and then mixed this the the next night and just put it out and we had, we just had no idea like bradford yeah. did the cover art for it because he was like part of the family and then we just went on tour and then they were like david actually contacted us on myspace and was like hey i'd like to put out a seven inch and i was kind of a geek at that point i had a bunch of um suicide squeeze seven inches stuff and i was like that that's a joke so we didn't reply to it. <laughs> we were like, that's, that's no an way. imposter. Yeah, and yeah. he had to contact us again. He was like, hey, like, really? And uh, Stephanie's like, well, maybe I should call him. I was like, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, and then we put out a 7-inch, and then he was like, I'd like to put out your record. And so we got out of the other contract and started making records, and it was kind of like, oh, a second one, oh, a third one, oh, a fourth one, fifth one. Yeah, you have five albums now. Yeah. And a bunch of... It's like, seven like inches, 14 7 inches. It's crazy. Because wow. we did a bunch of split. We did split 7 inch series. And then we did split with Black Lips. What is that? What is that with the... Uh, oh, yeah. I even um, noted the the Whitewoods thing. Oh, yeah. See, that's the softer side. That's uh-huh. the stuff I used to I used to make. I've always made. Right. And so... Um, and I was, I, I was always really scared to play for people. I never, ever played... Um, and I used to send David like demos and be like, "Don't! I'm gonna send this to you, but we don't have to talk about it. Like, I don't want to do anything about right. this." He's like, "So for years, he's like, I'll put out a seven inch." And I was like, "Not ready. I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, I did. So I did two seven inches, and hopefully, I'll do a full length. You know, and time allows because it's coat hangers things. Really. What, what, so what's your? And I know this is always like hard as artists like talk about but it's kind of always on our mind anyway so it's like i always just try to be as candid as possible Mm -hmm. about it but like creatively i mean is 
with this band or just in your life, I mean, is it something that is on your mind a lot, especially when you're at home? I know mm -hmm. it's hard thinking about music, like, on the road, but when you're at home, I mean, it, is it the songs are on your mind, um, and I'm not trying to answer a question that I'm asking, uh -huh. or, or is it also, you know, um, just kind of like, let's get the band together and see what we can write in the moment? Uh, both. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in the process of writing a song right now for the band. It's you been know? on your mind. It's been on my mind. Yeah, head. yeah. Coming up with lyrics and sometimes at soundcheck, I'll I'll try out like a a guitar thing. I've I've this phone without it, I would not have any songs. I record like every little thing and then go through it when I'm bored and see if there's any gems or anything in there. But it's always it's always a thing. And then yeah, it's really cool when we can just jam it out but it's also good when you're coming into a jam out with an idea of any kind yeah you know it kind of yeah. helps the process because we could just be sitting there dicking around for hours you know and does stephanie come with a lot too because i mean she you know makes her vocal appearances and everything in in, in the in the music and, yeah. and, and is like a, a strong force in the band yeah we we all write differently and so mm -hmm. Some of the songs I'll, I'll come up with and then, you know, she'll sing or um, she'll come up with or we'll come up What's with together. What's the cause of that? When, when I, because I, sure I, I feel like our vocal styles are complementary and also mm -hmm. that they have their strengths. Right. So if something needs to sound a little bit rougher or tougher or a little bit more emotional, mm -hmm. you know, then Stephanie should be singing. It's sometimes her voice is just right for it, you know? Right, yeah. And it's also kind of, and sometimes a way to push each other to be uncomfortable, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. just try it. I always say that. Just try it. Doesn't mean anything. Just try it. Has, has, the band always been kind of like a huge source of strength for you in those times when you've been more timid about things like you were describing absolutely yeah. i mean stephanie definitely like she's the one who's like we're going on tour and i was like we are <laughs> yeah you know and a, a lot of things of just being confident of just being putting yourself out there everything this yeah. band I mean, I've grown so much. So, I mean, cause I didn't, yeah. But as far as getting over anxieties and fears and hangups and stuff, it's yeah. been a huge source of strength. Because also, we're like, we're us and we always have each other. Yeah, it's a huge family thing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, yeah, if you do it right, it's a really nice, supportive family. I recently had a band member leave and then they're back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, happens yeah, yeah. from time to time. You had uh, Candice mm -hmm. uh, drop off, and that's, uh, I mean, that was, like, midway to now, right? I mean, that was, yeah, that was after pretty far in. We, yeah, it was 2012. So, what what was that experience like? I mean, what was... Well, we were happy for her because she was doing something she wanted to do, which was to, like, pursue education and a mm. job and insurance, you mm -hmm. know? And it wasn't right for her. And it was really nice, the experience we had up to that point. And it was mm -hmm. really educational and really good. And at first, it was kind of like we were mad for a second. And then it was like, well, yeah, okay, yeah. what am I going to do? Like, yeah. 
if you don't want to be somewhere, then you shouldn't be there. It's true. So we kind of like we're like, all right, well, we're gonna keep doing this. So and then it it just kind of like, all right, we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It motivated us. Not you know, we were always motivated, but it it was motivating to just continue. Well, it changes your style too. Yeah. And, and we had to make up for it. Press, but like that doesn't even need to be talked about. It's if you're in a band, it's so obvious. You know, if you've lost a band member, if you've gone through evolutions of bands, if you understand uh, that an organic shift will like absolutely. Yeah, happen. even a practice. Mm-hmm. You know everything about yeah. it. It's just now you're circulating the energy between only three people. So yeah. that's gonna happen, and and it was good. And, you know. I'm really, I'm really, really happy again that we were able to have all the sounds. It's like I feel like we've made every record. <laughs> you know, every record I ever wanted to make, we made the weird one and the loud one and yeah. the like, kind of more fuzzy one, sort of. Mm-hmm. And then the the really obnoxious. Ah, you know, don't touch my shit. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. everything we've we've been able to do and like now even thinking about. The next one is very exciting because I got a lot of things I want to talk about, apparently. Like what? Yeah, just stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just stuff. Life just keeps Saving happening. The scoop for the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, I don't really like to talk about what I write, you know, personally what I write. Oh, stuff right, about, right. But You're uh, precious about that. Like, kind of, yeah. Like, let. Because I try to make a. It's, yeah. Yeah, because usually I'm either pissed or sad. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not a lot of great shit comes out of like, oh, this is a so lot I'm of so fun. Happy. So totally <laughs> I mean, stoked. sometimes, you know, but I think even the, the happy songs probably come from a place of like wanting happiness and yeah. not like really experiencing. Because when you're yeah. really happy, you're just like, oh, let's go outside and take a walk. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I find that a lot of good stuff comes from like hangups too. Yeah. Like things that you probably have always been hung up on but yeah. something just rubs Triggered you the right it. way and you're yeah. like you know this yeah and then all of a sudden you've got a a, a song where the lyrics keep coming yeah which it's, is the best it's so good it yeah itself. just even during sound check i was writing some lyrics and they were just making me giggle because <laughs> it's so like <laughs> yes. yeah yeah isn't it it's funny too though you mentioned on, on sound check a couple times now is like there's that time when you're like writing a song and that you, you know, throw it out there and sound check. The whole band picks up on it, and the yeah. only downside to that is like you almost want to play it that night. Yeah, yeah. But you can't yet because it's not even it's not, half yeah. a song or whatever. But there's know. nothing like that first time you go through a new song and you fucking everyone's feeling it and everyone's yeah. like ah, and then you use, and then you like play it again. You're like, oh, what's that part? Of the fuck, you know. I always yeah. want to record. It's like always record all the sessions. Have you ever jammed on something as a band and then immediately it turned into like something very R and B or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> it's just silly. Like, sh- we can't actually shitty. play this. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. Um. Well, let's wrap this up, okay. Julia. It was a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, a pleasure. And uh, thank you for taking the time to do this with your crazy day that you. Yeah, had no worries.
it, and that's the song Down Down by The Coat Hangers off of their new record, Nosebleed Weekend. And that is it for us today, but we still need to thank our sponsor, Blumenstein Audio. Check out Blumenstein Audio for the ultimate in high-fidelity single-driver speakers, subwoofers, and audio accessories for music lovers. Clark Blumenstein is one hell of a genius, and he's always coming up with these great little accessories for uh, your iPhone accessory, you know, for a better sound for the speakers and everything, and it's just... Go check out all the products they have at BlumensteinAudio.com. B-L-U-M-E-N-S-T-E-I-N Audio.com. Enter the promo code BD for Brandon Daniel on checkout, and you'll get 10% off your entire purchase, and that can go a long way when you're buying a shiny new system. Okay, we have one last thing to tell you about. BD and the Sheiks are doing a cancer research benefit show on um, Friday, September 16th at the Crocodile. This is a special show. A friend of ours, daughter, came down with uh, a stage of children's leukemia that is at the time, at this time, incurable. And uh, we are doing this show to raise funds to donate to the children's lymphoma and leukemia society where they will use that money to do research to try and find cures for really one of the most unfair type of cancers uh so this is a called Haley show and uh, i know we have whitney manger's band playing with us and a bunch of other people are involved right now that i'd like to tell you about but i can't officially announce their names yet so I'll keep you posted. But turn out if you can. Alright. That's it for today. Give us an iTunes review if you like the show. Until the next episode.